What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dev and the Bear. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the um, UFC 287, which was a pretty fun card. Lots of uh, lots of great finishes, uh, and the ones that weren't finishes were typically really good fights. Um, we'll start with the headliner of the, of the prelims, Kelvin Gastelum defeating Chris Curtis. That was a really fun fight. I feel like it was very back and forth. Um, I it's hard to I have thoughts on the judging on it but first we'll, I guess we'll talk about the fight they both threw down which is exactly what we would have expected Kelvin Gastelum loves to throw down Chris Curtis is very good at it um I will say that I would like to see Kelvin go back to his wrestling whenever he tried and he had Chris Curtis's back or he tried to get Chris Curtis's back you can see the the rust he has with his grappling because I feel like there were some things that he did that were obvious, like getting your hooks in. What is it? Um, position before pressure or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't getting his positioning at all. So Chris Curtis just got up and got out of everything that he Kevin had on him. And I was like, dude, you're a wrestler and you don't <laughs> know how to get his back properly. That's pretty sad. Shame. But and I think it's because he's just fallen so in love with his hands and going out there and having these battles and that's cool and all, but you got a really big win right now. You need to keep having wins. You can't do that if your head's getting busted up every fight. Yeah. Um, I was, I was a huge fan of this fight. It's probably my favorite fight of the night. Um, these guys threw down and we finally saw Kelvin Gaslam finally put something together. I feel like he's been in kind of a slump, uh, as of late. And, uh, it's crazy to see cause after the Izzy fight, like he really hasn't been able to put yeah. anything together at all. Um, I was, uh, whenever like Chris Curtis got back up, it just shows also though, like Chris Curtis is really good takedown defense. He doesn't yeah. get taken down a lot. Um, even when he fought Jack Hermanson, I don't think it went to the ground for very long when it did, Mm-mm. but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. This fight was super good. I, I do think, uh, Kelvin Gaslam won the fight, but, uh, I'm a big fan of Chris Curtis since he got into the UFC. That's how I found out about him. And so it's just really, really cool to see that, um, he still is an exciting fighter and, it's just uh it sucks to see him lose you know but it is what it is and um but i'm happy for kelvin to finally be back in the win column and get a uh solid win over a top 14 guy he's a i think i think he's 14 and curtis was 15 so it's cool to see him actually win against the top 15 guy you know because i know when he fought ian and ian heinish i don't remember if ian was ranked that was i think it was his last win yeah and so um but yeah, man. Hopefully, we see some some more action from uh, Kelvin Gaslam soon. Kind of keep that keep that hype going, you know. Well, the point I wanted to bring up with the judging, um, it was a really close fight, and all three judges gave it to Kelvin. I wouldn't have been surprised if one of the judges gave it to Chris Curtis. Uh, but this is just an idea that I have, or not idea, but this is a thought that I have that maybe a lot of people don't have a lot of. Um, they're not as open to it. They don't know about it, or whatever the deal is. One FC, the way they judge cards or the way they judge fights isn't round by round. They don't score them round per round. They score it as a whole fight. So they wait until the fight is done to score the whole thing. I think that that would have a pretty big effect on who won that fight, even though the judges probably since the majority of them gave it to Kelvin. I feel like if you look at that fight as a whole, Kelvin might not win it just because other than like the second round, I don't think there were a lot of times, maybe in the third, but I don't think there were a lot of times that Kelvin looked like he was 
cleaner and fresher than Chris Curtis mm-hmm. um, up until like the last minute yeah. of the fight. Um, but yeah, I, I'm curious if anyone has any thoughts on the judging system and 1FC, if they were to implement that in the UFC, if they were to judge fights as a whole instead of round per round. Yeah. Um, that solved the poor judging that we've had lately. I don't think this was poor judging at all. Just we know what I'm talking just about. Just a clear winner type thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Some people are saying that Kelvin should fight uh, Sean Strickland now. And I'm like, okay, hold on real quick. Let's let's get him another win inside the top 10 and get him back over there. Um, I just think, I don't know, that Sean Strickland's pace is just really weird for somebody of Kelvin's size, you know? It'd be, it'd be Kelvin trying to find his footing for a majority of that fight. I could see that because of Sean's jab. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going for Kelvin, though, if they fight. But, yeah, me too. Yeah. I hope Kelvin takes him down and beats him up and submits him. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love honestly. That. Just want to um, see wrestling. That's all. I want to see his wrestling come back. That's his, that's his strength. Yeah. But he's losing it. You lose your strength and you're relying on your boxing, which is sloppy. It's not so. I don't know. Mm, yeah. I don't know. He swings those hands. He doesn't, he, he doesn't is. have a whole lot of technique in him. He's, he's got decent combinations, but they're kind of wild. Yeah. I, I, his, that's the thing is just like, he just loves to fight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I get it. It's just, you that's cool that you love to fight. You're not going to be doing it very long the way you're fighting. I don't even think like title shots even like the getting to the tops even like in the the future. Like he sees it coming, you know. I think it's just kind of like I'm just going to go out there and do what I love to do. Maybe. And so, uh, but hey, whatever he does though, I'm a big fan of it. So you got Christian Rodriguez on the main card uh, taking on. He defeated Raul Rosas Jr. by decision. And a um, yeah, man. I don't know this. This one kind of sucked just because I was really going for Raul Rosas Jr. But we got to find out. So there's a new name. His name is Christian Rodriguez, and I'm a I'm a fan of his. But um, I mean, the first round was really just it was all Raul just trying to get him to the ground. He got him down, then Christian got back up. But he was super gassed by the second and third round. It was just all Christian Rodriguez after that, and that was pretty much the story of the fight. Yeah, I think what we had said leading into it was someone's not going to be ready. And they're it's gonna be they're gonna kind of be exposed, and that was Raul Rosas Jr. And he got pushed too fast. I think everybody was too hyped on him. Uh, he went out there shooting, sprinting, and shooting for a takedown so fast. Do you see how far away he was when he shot? Yeah, the takedown? it's bad. It looks yeah. bad. It's yeah. stupid. You're stupid for that. Oh well, you can't do what he does. I don't need to. I'm not the professional fighter. <laughs> what standard am I put in? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't understand going in there like that. Like both guys, I think could have headlined the main, the prelims instead of opening the main card on a pay-per-view. And I, I said that before. Gaslam versus Curtis would have been the best main card opener. That would have been a fantastic like, you know? main, yeah. uh, main card opener. Um, but we got what we got and the jujitsu was fun to watch. Uh, the counters were great. Swoops were great. Um, but yeah, Christian Rodriguez just kept ending up on top. And he got the decision win over Raul. Um, I fully expect Raul to be back. He's He is really good. I think he will live up to the hype at some point. I just think he got pushed way too fast. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like I would have, if, if I were the UFC and I would have brought this kid in, I would have probably had him just keep taking fights on the contender series and build his record and fight against like guys that are you know on the cusp of getting into the UFC. You know, I mean, maybe he's book him to fight some Fury or something like that. Just to well, who's already get, fighting in Fury, I think. But yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying is like, you know, against these guys who are on the cusp to where it's like, you know, put him in because he's a professional fighter. 
So, I mean, they're, they're the lightweight division, and Fury probably could have used another face as well, you know? And also, uh, but yeah, that's why also the contender series fights is because these guys are just like, they're fighting to get into the UFC because they've already fought other people. Um, I'm a big fan of the kid. I think he's a good fighter. Um, I think he needs to get a little more comfortable with the stand-up for yeah. sure uh, because uh, like he knows one thing, and that's grapple. And uh, with the division that he's in, it's just like, you know, even being in the top 25 in the UFC, it's like you have to be pretty well, well-rounded everywhere, you know. Especially in the Bantamweight division. But, you know, he's young. He's 20. He's, what, 18? So I think he's got time to grow. But uh, Christian Rodriguez, I mean, he looked great uh, whenever he was able to stay composed. He stayed calm. Joe Rogan said it like 15 fucking times that fight in case you didn't hear him. Um, but he said, call man. I mean, there was some times where I was getting kind of frustrated. Rodriguez, uh, I think some inexperience showed cause he could have got the rear naked choke. There, well, yeah. There yeah. were a couple of times. And like we were saying a second ago, the position over pressure, um, same with Raul Rosas jr. Uh, so that's too many names. Um, there were a lot of times they could have gotten it under the neck, but they chose to do something else instead before yeah. getting a clean position for the submission uh and yeah that's exactly what you're saying the inexperience and yeah. that's that's fine that's where they're at in their career that's perfectly fine that's an okay mistake to make it, um, it just sucks to see it on the main stage yeah you know? on a pay-per-view like people don't want to pay that much to watch two guys who are kind of new pay us 80 bucks a fight yeah i'm just saying but <laughs> what's it called i don't know i interrupted you i'm sorry but uh yeah go ahead that's about it. Yeah, I like I, 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 I wanted. I've made my thoughts pretty clear on it. So yeah, uh, I think also though, man, like Christian Rodriguez, like I think he kind of just took a chance just to kind of bully him a little more, also to let him know, hey, man, like there's levels to this shit. But I'm also like, dude, the only best way to humble somebody is to finish them. Just get the fucking choke. Like it's it was under the neck at one, under the chin at one point. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. I think I was just also pissed because I put all my verdict points on Christian Rodriguez by submission. So I'm like, you're a piece of shit, Christian. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But um, I was mad that he didn't get the submission because I wasted all my fucking points on that. And yeah, so, after that, yeah, we yeah. had Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzanibio, which I think was also a pretty fun fight. It was a fun um, fight. It was back and forth in a way that kind of still showed that Kevin Holland had the upper hand the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it was still a fun fight. I don't think Santiago was really out of the fight at any point um, until he got knocked out and face-planted on the ground. Yeah, it was a back-and-forth fight, and that's kind of what I expected from these guys. Uh, what really sucked was, like, Kevin Holland, I was watching, I watched a little bit of his interview with Errol Hwani uh, yesterday, and he said that whenever he put on the four-ounce glove, he started hitting pads. He broke his hand? Yeah, well, he said, he so he didn't re-break it, um, but he's like, I didn't re-break my hand, he's like, but... I knew that I wasn't ready to be putting out four ounce gloves yet, though. That's the problem. He's like, and it was too late to pull out of the fight. And uh, I think he said it was broken in really, the post fight interview really, uh, after the fight with UFC. Yeah, what's it called? I, I, don't know. So. I, I watched it. the interview that he did came out Monday, and he's like, no, I didn't break it again. He just said he just kind of reaggravated it a little bit. I wonder if he just was under the impression it was. Yeah, because he, he said that when he was, he said that he wasn't able to really even throw it in the back before the fight because yeah. he was like he could feel it. He's like, he's like, this is, it was, I was not ready to be putting on these small gloves yet, but he's like, that's why he was kind of working his jab a lot more also. And it was working. Um, I think there were some good shots. Uh, Ponzinibbio was finally like kind of finding his footing in the later rounds in the, I mean, well, like later parts of the rounds, he was kind of understanding how to go about it. But Kevin Holland's really unorthodox, but he's also technical when he wants to be. 
and he's super long so it's like there's only so much you can do with that you know he's got that kung fu ged yeah what's crazy was ponce nibio's last fight was um it was kind of the same thing he was kind of behind a little bit it, or it was kind of back and forth it was going it was like a real back and forth fight then he gets the knockout real uh out of the blue it was against uh, alex morano Oh, okay, okay. And so um, after that, then he fights Kevin Holland in a pretty back and forth fight. It could e- easily be uh, one and one on those scorecards. And then he gets knocked out. And I mean, yeah. talk about a fucking knockout, though, dude. Yeah. He face planted. I was like, God, man. And he said he wasn't out. And then at first, I kind of was like, I mean, maybe, maybe. But then I saw the, re- the replay. Face plant? Yeah, I saw the, the face plant. And I'm like, man, yeah, your nose smashed on that canvas, dude. Like, Yeah, my out. friend that I was watching with, she went to the bathroom and then mm-hmm. came back. Like just after it happened, I was like, "Dude, face planted. It was pretty bad." And she looked up and was like, oh, "I missed it." <laughs> I was like, "Don't worry, they'll show it probably like ten times because it was pretty nice." Yeah, that's what the, the hard part of this fight, this card was. There was really no bathroom break fights. No, no, uh, no. they're all pretty good, man. But uh, on to the um, next fight. Did you have any last minute things? Nope, that was, nope. that was it. And so um, on to the uh, the mid card fight. We had Rob Font taking uh, knocking out Adrian Yanez in the first round. But man, these guys are throwing down, dude, for those two minutes. Yeah, um, I think uh, Rob had the cleaner shots, obviously, um, and it just shows clean boxing. Adrian Yanez still has some work to do, and nothing wrong with that. Same thing we were saying with uh, Raul Roche Jr. and Christian Rodriguez. You know, he's he's a little older than them, but uh, he's still kind of new as well so he'll get there and he's already fighting someone like rob font so that's pretty cool but i think that um i'd sent you a tiktok a while back it was back in january january 5th i believe of adrian Yanez getting ready for this fight and it was some sparring video and it was him doing exactly what he did when he got knocked out by rob font and i i've kind of sent it to you and was like saying he keeps posting this and it's kind of weird that he's posting it i feel like he's getting hit a lot and he he's relied on a lot of head movement that wasn't working and i'm sure people who hear this will criticize me oh, well you're not a real fighter you don't know except our, except i do know it, it, it's like our, that's it, why we it, do this podcast it's, it's our it's our um it's our thing to talk about this kind yeah. of stuff you know and and i know like no, I haven't gone in and fought anybody, but uh, I've fought several people, and I've sparred with anybody. Sparred with fighters. I get it. I don't think that um, Adrian's a bad fighter. I don't know why anybody would take that from what I'm saying, but if anyone were to get upset because they think I'm saying that, well, you're wrong. But I think that's a hole with Adrian is that first round, and I said this when we were recorded last, was that he has a tough first round against really good strikers. Uh, Rob Font is a very good striker, and he puts on he put on a lot of pressure, and Adrian was trying to be evasive, and it didn't work. That's okay. It happens. He, again, he's still kind of early in his career. That's a hole he can fix. I'd like to see him fix it by working on his defense. Sometimes you can't you'd use head movement and back up that, you know, eventually it caught up with Anderson Silva and he got kept getting knocked out for it. So we all learn. We all live. We all learn. Yeah. I really want to see him come back. 
for sure i mean uh, what's it called it was just like i was really ha- i was i was happy to see- i'm a fan of both and so i was happy to see rafan finally get a win and solidify that he is a top he's still there like you know as a way with his past two fights man it's just he hasn't really shown much and they've been beatings even though he will land like 100 more strikes than the other person it hasn't really been much and he added extra power behind his jab this go around and he was acting he, he let his right hand go that's what uh, whenever I would see the exchanges between Rob Font and uh, Adrian, it was just like you know you knew Adrian was looking for that counter because he has a really good counter left hook, um, and but like whenever he was looking for that counter, he would shield up and then like, kind of get ready to throw and not really have any type of defense to that. And so Rob Font knew that being as fast and as long as Rob Font is was able to hit him with a really clean uh, right hook. I mean right hand, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things where it's like I'm just I'm happy for Rob Font. I'm happy to see the win. I, Adrian's gonna be back. I'm not really yeah. worried about. It. it just sucks to see him because he was like this close to kind of getting into that top ten fight. And, and I mean, I think if he would have beat Rob Font, another fight would have put him in title contention. You know, for sure. And so, and especially if he would have gotten the Sean O'Malley fight. Yeah, I know that's what everybody's wanting somewhere down the line. Yeah, I think I, I think I wanted it earlier. It's just what's hard about that fight though. Is if you fight Sean, I th- Sean's shown how good he is but i think he's only gotten better now because he's like okay i'm in the top 10 now yeah top five. he's finally fighting seriously yeah maybe that's something you talked about with sean o'malley is that he doesn't really take it too serious it doesn't yeah. seem like he takes it too serious but um yeah man i think it's i don't know it's like you said it's we're not shitting on anybody it's just we're calling it like we see it you know um and it's something we talked about even before we started i'm like now we just gotta say what it is what it is i mean yeah. fuck it if I went out there and I got knocked out, I mean, we're just we're gonna talk about it. And I'm just, gonna tell you what your problem is. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so, but yeah, man, like, um, I don't know. I, th- I when you when you said that though about when you were watching some of his, like you had posted him working with some of his fighters over at Metro, and um, whenever it happened, I was like, oh shit, like Zach fucking said that a little while back, you know. I was looking for the messages. So I know everybody's gonna be like, oh right, right. Yeah, and so I got. So yeah, somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. So uh, good on Rob Font though. I mean, he got a performance of the night bonus. And I think he deserves it after the been dealing with a lot of shit. You know, since trying to stay in the top ten. So, yeah, and I mean, I have to imagine that there will be a rematch at some point. I'm sure. Adrian gets better, fights someone, um, someone else in the bantamweight division. Can't think of a good matchup right now, but if he beats them. If Rob Font hasn't fought yet, or say he does fight and he loses to, yeah. I don't know, Marab or something. Yeah. Yeah. I could see them getting a rematch. Not, I don't know about this year, but I could see it being this time next year, yeah. even depending on how active they want to be. Right, right. So, um, onto the co main event, we had Gilbert Burns beat Jorge Masvidal in his last fight. Uh, Thank goodness. And so we finally get to call it quits with that one. No more street Jesus talk. No more jumping people at the fancy steakhouses. No more. No more having. We're never going to be done with seeing the flying knee knockout of Ben Askren. No. But, you know, maybe we won't have to see it 30 times in one promo. (laughs) Yeah, no, dude. um, I don't know. It's just that 2019 year he had was. It was legendary. I mean, you know, it was a great year. I was a fan of Moss at all before the hype and i know everyone fucking says that but i really was like i thought i was a big fan of him dude in um 2019 made me a, like i was like really into the hype and then uh after he lost to um, usman and then some things were kind of adding up with him saying you know this and that um 
I was just kind of over the, I was kind of over it. And I think a lot of people like that don't really watch the sport. We're still hyped up on him. And it's like, you know, that all that, that hype that he built was like four years ago. He hasn't won a fight since. Um, it's just, all I think, he's done is talk. Yeah. And it happens like we talked about before with the second prime, he entered his second prime. He did great. But like uh, whenever a fighter gets into their second prime and whenever it's done, it's a pr- usually in devastating fashion. And he, it's, he got knocked out by um, Kamar Usman. And that was really that. Gilbert Burns looked great. I don't, you know, I think he did everything perfect. He he even dropped Masvidal on multiple occasions, and Masvidal was just kind of toying with him, not as much as he used to, but yeah, well, um, but yeah, almost, no, he's, he's it was worse. It's been worse. I'm sure um, it's been yeah. worse, but I, he still did it far too much. He he did it. I mean, but it was just I, it was expected. But it like whenever I say like it wasn't as fucking bad as it was, like I was like, okay, well at least. You're somewhat in a fight stance, taunting at somebody. Um, but I don't know. I was happy for Gilbert, even when he got to the ground, he's able to control uh George pretty well. And then uh, the stand up was all Gilbert, which who would have expected that, you know? So, um, yeah, if you look at it, the, the shots that Gilbert was landing really well was mm-hmm. an overhand right, yeah. And I was like, dude, that looks exactly like the way Kamaru knocked him out, dude. And I wish he could have landed it and gotten the finish. I know I sound biased. That's because I am. I started to like Masvidal uh, because I was never that big of a fan. I mean, he's a fun fight. He's a good fighter. I'm not saying he's not. I just don't like him. Uh, Not him as a person. I don't know him as a person, but him as the person that we see on TV, I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like that he beat Pat Healy, and that's when I stopped watching. That's when I stopped (laughs) liking him. Um, I was trying to look for what year that was. I think it was like 2014 or something. Um, that was one of the first times I saw him and he beat Darren Crookshank too. uh, coming off Crookshank coming off of the ultimate fighter. Uh, I was a fan of his and then he got beat by Masvidal. So Masvidal just beat all the people I like and that's why I don't like him. Mm. That's the story there. But, um, I would have liked to have seen Gilbert land that overhand, right? Yeah. Just like Kamaru. Cause he was throwing it just like Kamaru did. Dude. It was uh, a little yeah. less power. But... What's, what's crazy is like he's had that same issue since he been he had been fighting in backyards. Like if you go back and watch his backyard fight against that dude Ray, like he got dropped by that same shot. Ray? Yeah, I don't know. Just, what the, just Ray. I don't know what this fucking guy's last name. Dude, we, he's like share or we Prince. Used to, we used to look up fucking Kimbo Slice on the internet. Man. I know. Come I know. On. I'm just he, these guys. He, don't uh, and yeah, that's right. Masvidal's from the same thing. Yeah, the same exact and so, backyards. So I mean, shit, dude. I mean, at one point, everybody called him Gamebred. That was that's what we had going on there. So we had Ray, not Ray Charles, Ray. So Ray, yeah, formerly known as Ray. Yeah, I don't know what the guy's last name is. I'll look up on both. Just good old Ray. Everybody knows Ray. My space is anyway. Yeah, he he knocked out Masvidal. That's what you're saying. Uh, that he dropped him right? in there one of their dropped fights. Though he's the, this is the one the fight that made him blow up. Like you, know, Masvidal did in the backyards. Yeah, when he fought that dude Ray. <laughs> <laughs> he fought that dude Ray. Um, but uh, like Ray dropped him in the first fight, and it was with the same right hand that knocked him that that he got knocked out by. And um, against Usman, and so Gilbert Burns saw that and he capitalized on it. I just, I think he was kind of smart by not throwing it a lot, just because uh, Masvidal was just focused on the right hand after that, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know, man, but um, hats off to him. He had a, he had a good career. Yeah, um, he fought for a freaking ever, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that brings us to the main event, which is the reason you're all here, 
if you decided to stick around for 23 minutes. Um, Israel Adesanya finally gets revenge on Alex Bahia by doing exactly what we said he should do, almost. I wanted him to grapple. I think we both wanted him to grapple, yeah. but we didn't expect him to. So what we wanted was him to go out there and be more aggressive. Yeah. Um, and I think he was certainly trying to. What we saw him do was try to land that overhand right a lot, because um, that's how he caught him in that in that last fight. Yeah. Uh, just before the round ended, he caught him with that, or just as the round ended, he caught him with the right hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kept throwing it exactly the same, and it was kind of working, like he was landing it. Um, but he just wasn't able to get I, what I think it was is like, I don't think he was able to get the extension on it that he wanted to. And that's why it wasn't delivering as well as he wanted. Um, and so now it, what it came down to is when he got backed up against the cage, we will say for now. Uh, and then he threw the right and it, it did the job. Yeah. Was I, he was pretty a, nice. He was able to kind of rope it up a little bit, move around. So that's what I was going to say. Do we believe it was rope a dope? Uh, I, I do. Because of the way he shelled up from a le- from a calf kick, he, I do think that knee did land though. I, yeah, I think the knee landed. I'm yeah. sure it hurt. I, talk- I just I think the knee landed after he shelled up. Right. I, I talked to Jake about it, and he was like, "I don't think the knee landed." And I was like, "You don't think so?" He's like, "No." I was like, "I don't know, man." It just you see his head turn, kind of turn the other way from it. Yeah. Because uh, Pejia has really really sneaky knees, and knees don't have to land to hurt. Yeah, they just have to hit. And it, anything and, and it's I, gonna hurt I, I think it's barely it got inside where he was blocking at and he kind of you know he kind of fucking like went with it was like kind of we- bobbing and weaving and he was getting like uh Pehe was starting to let go and um fucking Adesanya came with that overhand and then that left hook that's which is just I don't know was it what, what was that was divine what? intervention oh for, for, I don't know I don't know, man. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. I, I don't even know what that even means. So it's just the left hook, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I'm I'm really happy to see Israel win. Uh, I want Alex to move up. It sounds like Dana wants him to move up because mm-hmm. he didn't really entertain the idea of a rematch. And I'm glad because we don't freaking need one. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Jan Blahovic said that he would come down to middleweight and fight Izzy for the belt. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'd be happy with it. Because I feel like the weight cut would mess with Jan. And <laughs> it'd be fun to watch him being a little handicapped trying to fight Israel. Like, if he doesn't feel good during that fight because of the weight cut, Israel's yeah. going to look really good. Just going off of their last fight, uh, it'd be interesting to see how well Izzy can look against a hurting Jan. Yeah. It'd be interesting. That's all. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. And then uh, on top of that, the post fight celebration by Izzy was really funny. Um, what else happened? Um, but yeah, I don't really know who Izzy fights next. People were trying to say Drix Duplessis. Uh, I don't really don't want to see him fight him yet. Um, there's Sean Strickland. There's nobody in the top five that he hasn't already beat. And there's two guys that he's already fought twice with Marvin Tory and Robert Whitaker. Yeah. Um, so it's like I really don't care to see him fight any of those guys again. I'd like to see him finish some of this stuff. Um, I I do think he's beaten Robert Whitaker twice, but I'd like for him to finish Robert Whitaker if they have a rematch. Yeah. I, I should rephrase that. I don't want him to finish Robert Whitaker, but if he's gonna keep beating Robert sure Whitaker, 
Yes. <laughs> if he's going to keep beating Robert Whitaker, then I want him to finish it. I want him to go out there and put a stamp on it and say, nope, I'm better than this guy. Stop. Stop giving him the rematch. And then the same thing with Vittori. Put the, re- put the stamp on it. Be done with it. And then we get new people. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, even if you're top two or three, you're not going to get a fourth shot at the title. Yeah. Well, at least in Whitaker's <laughs> sense. Um, Vittori's not what ever going to get <laughs> But... No. Yeah, there there needs to be um, some people who rise up in middleweight. Um, we had the little Alex Bahia thing. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but if it um, if it's not him next, I, yeah, I don't know who it would be. It's kind of weird. Wow. So let let us know who you think it should be. Um, we appreciate that. What middleweight? Big shot. Do you want to see take down Israel Adesanya or at least have the next shot at him? I think it'd be interesting. I Like I said, I would like to see Jan come down. He said he would. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we seen Jan fight anyway? It's yeah. been a while. So The, the middleweight division is really lacking right now. Yeah, so you put Jan Blahovic in there. What if he makes the weight perfectly? And what if he's like, oh, no, I actually feel better than I do a light heavyweight? Yeah. Jan Blahovic at middleweight permanently? That'd be wild. It would be wild. And then Yuri's like, I could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> So. But yeah, so let us know your thoughts on USC 287. Uh, let us know if you have anything you want from us. You want us to talk about other things. You want us to do more individual videos. Do you hate the individual videos? Apparently, some people don't like the filters. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to keep doing them. So, y'all take care. <laughs>